Let's talk about addiction this morning because we're still trying to understand how addiction works. Think about that. If we could figure out how addiction works, there's so much we could change. So many people who could be helped, so many issues that could be dealt with. Where do we start? There's a popular misconception out there, and then I'm sure you've heard this or thought about it or talked about it with someone, that addiction is actually about willpower. But learning about molecular genetics and advances in that field is actually changing that. Now, Dr. Carla Kahn is an associate professor of neuroscience at Brown University and joins us now. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you for the invitation. How is molecular genetics changing what we know about addiction? Well, I'd say in the last 10 years or so, there's been an explosion in the types of techniques that we're able to use to sort of understand um, how genes basically work in the brain. Um, And so this includes some sequencing technology and also some genome editing technology. So a lot of the information that we understand now comes from animal models where it's safe to do these types of experiments. And we know that each of the uh, cells in your brain has your genetic code stored in these really long strands of DNA. But for all that DNA to fit into a cell, it needs to be packed really tightly. And this is achieved by the DNA winding around these proteins. Um, These proteins are called histones. And areas where the DNA is unwound contain active genes. And these active genes then can code for proteins. And the proteins are the things that do the work inside of the cell. And so what we understand now is that alcohol and um, addictive substances can actually change which genes get turned on and which genes get turned off. Um, They can also change the the form of each gene. So our genes don't encode just for one type of protein, but our genes can encode for many types of proteins. And so uh, some of the work that we do actually looks at a switch from one version to another version. So now that we have the capabilities to basically zoom in to the parts of the cells where our DNA resides, we're discovering this whole other world of of how our genes can be expressed and changed dynamically in our brain. Okay, so I have questions. So does that mean (laughs) that, so everybody's DNA is unique, so does that mean that our reaction to um, alcohol or drugs is also potentially unique? I would say this isn't quite understood at the individual level yet, but there's definitely a potential for each of these reactions to be unique. For example, your life experience can affect how quickly your genes get turned on or on, on or off, or which genes get turned on or off. We know that early life stress or um, post-traumatic stress disorder, for example, can affect how open the DNA is around uh, stress-related genes. So um, that can result in increases in stress responses to stimuli that wouldn't typically affect people. Okay, and so then if a gene gets, say, turned off, uh, that needs to be turned on, is that something that we can do some work into? Or does the, the more you drink, does that affect how often it turns on or off? Like, how does this happen with addiction? Does does the addiction wear down the mechanism of those genes? Well, I think that's actually a really important point because what this data is showing us is that continued consumption of alcohol or any kind of substance like cocaine or methamphetamine or nicotine or heroin um, so all of this, so continued substances can 
um, sort of change this dynamic range in a really serious way. So we're starting to get a handle on exactly how it is that these substances can change the proteins inside of our cells in the brain. And the consequence of that is that um, small changes like how one cell is connected to another cell can be affected and that can actually affect our behavior because it's our connection between cells in our brain that drives some of our behavioral responses or our memories. And it's very important to study this in the context of memory because um, memories are what trigger cravings. And I think cravings are the one thing that we really don't have a good handle on at a mechanistic and molecular level yet. It's so interesting that all of this has become, it's changing the conversation, isn't it, Dr. Khan? But it used to be willpower, oh, you just need to try harder. But now there's much more, like a much deeper meaning to all of this. I agree. Um, it's changing the conversation and it's changing how we think about how to treat addiction as well. Because we know now um, that antidepressants and mood stabilizers, for example, can change how DNA is modified inside of our brain cells. We don't yet know how it can change the types of changes we get with alcohol and drugs of abuse, but we know now that it's possible. And so that can change how we think about the types of um, treatments that we do for addiction. We also are starting to discover how our lifestyle can affect how our brain um, uh, works in the context of how our genes are expressed. Sleep, for example, is really, really important. Um, to having uh, a really healthy gene expression in your brains. So is uh, a proper nutrition and exercise. Um, and um, there are even some studies that show that intensive meditation can affect um, how active your genes are expressed in your brain. So this is going to be quite revolutionary in treating addiction potentially, right? Like how, how far along are we in this research? I would say we're in pretty early stages right now. Almost all of the research that's done in this realm is still done in animal models. And part of the reason why is that in order to really get a good understanding of what's going on, we need to be able to do genetic manipulations, which we do not want to do in humans. Um, but uh, so these types of manipulations in humans, for example, are much, much farther along in type diseases like cancer, for example. There's mRNA-based therapy. So mRNA is the direct product of the gene. So genes get transcribed into mRNA, and then the mRNA goes on to make the protein in each cell. And so a lot of cancer therapies right now, for example, are focused on the mRNA. And so um, if we can change the mRNA level of things, we might be able to change how the proteins are working inside of our cells. We're a long way from um, using these types of therapies in the context of addiction, but um, use of these in other types of more fatal disorders, um, I think, can sort of build pathways that we need to be able to look at this in the context of um, disorders associated with mental health. Right. So even though we're a long ways then from using it for addiction, does it just at least maybe help to change the conversation around it so that we understand the mechanics of it better? That's exactly what it's doing. I think it's really helping us reframe how we think about how alcohol and addictive substances affect the brain. We know now that when we consume alcohol, when we consume drugs, our brain activity and the genes in our brain are actually changing. And things that we do, medications that we take, um, behaviors that we do, our lifestyle changes, they can also change those types of activities in the brain. Um, and so I think it gives us a lot of hope for, for thinking about 
how uh, we can recover from alcohol and substance use disorder. Well, thanks for talking to us about it this morning. It was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. That's Dr. Carla Kahn, who's an associate professor of neuroscience at Brown University, talking about changing our understanding of addiction. You know, people always say, maybe you're one of them, oh, you know, addiction is all about willpower. You just need to, you know, work harder at fighting the urge, fighting that craving. Well, it's actually about more than just willpower. It's about your molecular genetics, what makes up a cell, how you interact with those addictive substances. And we are bettering our understanding of all of that too. 911.